Welcome to the Access Rosedale podcast, a monthly conversation that gives insight to the culture, vision, and processes of Rosedale Baptist Church. My name is Stephen Miller. I'm the creative pastor here at Rosedale, and today I'm joined by my good friends, Robbie Ellis and Steve Smith. We're excited to continue a conversation that we started last month on our staff core values. Welcome. We're so glad that you're with us today, Steve. I really appreciate just uh, all the ones that are jumping on listening to this podcast, and I hope it's been a help to them. Uh, I love talking about our core values specifically, and last time we had jumped into the first two of our core values, and uh, really just to set the, the scene again, the reason that we have core values here at Rosedale Baptist Church is really developing uh, a, a system, a prism in which we look through everything for our staff. But we talked last month about two of the six core values, Robbie. Um, can you kind of give maybe a kind of review on the two we talked about last month? Yeah, so last month we talked about really um, number one here, and probably the most important thing that we do is we honor Christ um, and His church. I mean, He's number one. We seek to honor Him. And then number two is this, uh, we always support the team. So teamwork um, is very important to us. Um, It's not my project, but our project. It's not my outreach, but it's our outreach. Um, and so we always um, support the team. In this episode, we're going to talk about two more of the six. The first one being that we develop before doing. We develop before doing. Steve, you have some thoughts on that? Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that. We were kind of joking before we turned the uh, mics on and just this idea of developing before doing for, for Pastor Robbie and myself. Uh, we're, we're really analytical guys. And uh, Pastor Steve, uh, not so much. Yes. Uh, may, maybe he's more of the free spirit, more of the creative. And, and But developing before doing takes uh, ingrains into our culture this idea of uh, we're, we're going to put some things, a lot of effort and time into making sure it's going to work before we launch. And uh, Pastor Tool said a phrase, it's not what you can do, but what you can get done. It's not what you can do, but what you can get done. Now think about that for just a second and break that apart. It's, It's not what I can personally do if I if I'm limiting myself to what I can accomplish, uh, then then I'm not going to accomplish a whole lot for the Lord. Uh, but but it's what what we as a ministry can get done through God working through me, and, and that takes on a lot of different things. It, it takes on yielded to the Holy Spirit. You know, a godly leader has a life pursuit. Uh, and he understands that God has given him a high calling. He's passionately and faithfully embracing that calling. And pursuing it with all of his might for the glory of God. That, that's what a godly leader has. But it's also using and, and the gifts of other people well. Uh, so if I'm limiting myself to only what I can accomplish personally, and, and I busy myself in an office and make sure that I get a lot of work done, uh, I'm very limited in the scope of what's going to ultimately be accomplished for the Lord. And it starts with developing, uh, developing before doing. So if I, if I I just jump into a project and I busy myself, then I'm only going to accomplish a small amount. But if I develop well and push those things out and, and, and use others' gifts and talents, then we're developing before we do. I, I don't know, Pastor Robbie, do you have any other thoughts in relation to that? I would just say, so develop um, in two in two ways, your purposes or your goals, you could say, and then develop your people. So if you're developing your purpose, the practical of that or 
the how-to is, you know, just asking a lot of questions. Why in the world are we even doing this? You know, what is the purpose for having VBS? What is the purpose for having missions emphasis? Yeah. I mean, you start all the way back with square one and, and develop from there your purpose um, and then and then your goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think all of that that you said is good. And it's funny because uh, I wish our listeners could see the room right now. <laughs> We've got Robbie and Steve, both of their laptops open, full notes, page of notes, and I'm sitting on the other side with my red shoes, thinking about <laughs> the next time I'm going to get a Starbucks. Um, creative, analytical, that's what makes, this is the beauty of this of this, uh, this podcast, is that we've got it. And I'll say this, just being kind of transparent and vulnerable, I am a, you know, glass half full, kind of, you know, outgoing, aggressive, spontaneous guy. And this sometimes can hurt me. Um, I think that's why we have this core value. This core value should be Steve Miller's core value. Because a lot of times what will happen is I want to do. Man, I want to get it done. Let's get it done, right? Like, Oh, man, someone walks in my office, has an idea. Let's do it right now. Let's, let's just go for it. And so many times I'll, 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 you know, I think people will respond to my enthusiasm. And then we'll get about halfway through and I'm like, oh, man, I probably should have taken some time to plan this out first before we, before we did this. I think when we went into this core value, uh, we were talking about developing a plan. But as you start to really bring that down to ground level, you start to realize as we develop plans, and if we're going to accomplish great things for the Lord, then we're going to have to develop people and and then allow God to use those people. I think a problem sometimes that we have uh, with relinquishing control is that, that we want that control, right? How, how can I just give it up? I, I want the control of that area or to make that decision. Um, but the bigger problem is we just can't do it. Especially here at Rosedale, there's just so much going on and so many outreach and so many ministries that it's impossible to do everything. Um, and so the solution is develop people. What are some, I'd love to hear some practical ways, practical ways that we are implementing, developing before doing here in our ministry. We've kind of gone off on developing people, but let me, let me talk about developing a plan uh, for just a minute. And uh, the the things that we do here as a part of our ministry is number one, we we always are looking six months out. So we know kind of what's coming up on our calendar six months out. And every month in staff meeting, once a month, the first uh, Monday of each month, uh, we take time and we, we review that six months at a glance, we call it. Six months at a glance is essentially a list of all of the upcoming events, the big days, everything that's going to be happening on our calendar, but in list form. And so it's easy to kind of see what's coming up next. And, and I, we ask all of the guys to keep up with the next six months of what they're going to be doing, what's coming up in their area of ministry. But once a month in staff meeting, the first Monday of each month, we take a look as a pastoral staff at what's coming up in the next six months. And uh, as we evaluate what's coming up in the next six months, we may not be working on everything that's on that six months at a glance, but we at least are aware that it's coming. And uh, some of the bigger items, maybe we're already well into them, but if we're not well into them, maybe we're starting to work on them now. We know right now that we've got a lot of big events coming up in the next six months. Uh, for us, as you're hearing this, this is August, and so we've got Christmas and a big Christmas program coming up in our six months at a glance, and, and uh, we're, we're starting to think January now, and we've got a stewardship Sunday and a business meeting and a lot of events that, that don't just happen, uh, that we don't just 
just start developing the week before. Yeah. We, we have to develop far in advance. And, and so we, we look at that six months at a glance. We discuss it as a pastoral staff. And then we begin to have meetings. So for big events, we're going to have have a meeting on missions emphasis weekend. And, and that's something that's under Rob, Pastor Robbie's purview. And we do it at the end of September and we have our missions emphasis. And, and so he's going to have a meeting where, where all of the key leaders that are involved in missions emphasis as a team, we develop exactly what, what needs to happen. And he's looking ahead at the vision of that, what we want to see accomplished on that day or that weekend. And then we start to break that down into manageable goals and deadlines so that we meet that vision. It's not something that we should be surprised about when it comes. Uh, we shouldn't be looking out a week or two. So we say it like this, or I do, uh, that we're always you know, kind of keeping in our mind what's coming up six months in advance, but we're working heavily on what's coming up the next two months. And that's where our sweet spot is. We're, we're working a lot on the next two months, but we're not being, we're not surprised by what's coming up in the next six months because a, a lot of those things we need to at least be starting to develop a plan. As far as developing a plan, we do use a couple of um, key platforms here. One will be Slack, the other will be Evernote, Inside of Evernote, we do have an event planning template um, that we've set up that just fits our ministry, and there are several questions on there. Um, of course, all the specifics of date, time, location, those sorts of things. Um, but it's a way that we bring the plan to the team so that everyone knows what they're responsible for. They can add in notes, even down to the specifics of, of what's going to happen in their area. Um, I, I think if there's there's one tool that has helped me over the past couple of years, it would be that Evernote event planning template. If you go back to um, the thought of we need to develop people, um, we're not talking about just offloading our duties on someone else so that you're free now to do what you want to do. It's more the idea of training them to take those responsibilities so that they can in turn train someone else um, and so we, we got this growth that's happening, not only numerically, uh, but uh, people are growing. Uh, we've really talked um, uh, about how it, it kind of frees us up to do more, and that is true. But there's also a positive side to that, and that's how that we reach more people. Yeah. Um, that we reach more people for a longer period of time. Um, there's only so there's only so much that we can do. Um, and then when we're not around to do it, who's going to do it? So there's been a, a big emphasis here recently, podcast-wise, leadership-wise, on succession. Yes. And so um, you know that's where this idea comes in of, of training others. I think one of the most practical things that we do here um, to develop and include people at Rosedale is we ask them. We, we ask them to help. Um, and we don't just ask them just kind of in a passing way, but it's, it's very much permeated into our culture, into our processes. On our connection card, on the back of our connection card that people fill out each week, we have a spot that um, that says serve, and it has a box that says volunteer for a ministry you know, team or volunteer to help an event, and we're constantly pushing that. Hey, fill this out. Hey, if you want to help, mark that box. Check that box. As a matter of fact, we've had conversations recently on how to push that even more uh, within our ministry, and I think a lot of times the reason why you don't have people to help you is because you're not asking people to help you. And we found that, hey, when we ask, we've seen, I know Robbie and I, you, you and I were talking about this, we've seen more people 
infused into our serving, into areas of uh, support uh, in the last few months than maybe, I don't say we, we've ever seen, but I mean, it seems like there's just a lot of people wanting to get involved so much so that we almost are running out. We're trying to create spots for them because what are we doing? What secret do we have? Well, I think it begins with just asking, asking. If there's not a way in your ministry that you're asking people to help, then probably you won't have people to help. We've talked a lot about mm-hmm. developing before doing, um, and we've talked about developing people, developing processes so that we can see the ministry grow um, even further and faster. This, the next core value we want to talk about is this. We see more and before. So we develop before doing, and then we see more and before. Develop before doing and seeing more and before kind of dovetail together. And that's what I like about how these core values do kind of grow and and walk in a particular line. But seeing more and before to me is about strategic planning and it's about seeing trends. Uh, Strategic planning, uh, I like to once a year bring the pastoral staff in and and let's dream together. Uh, You know, what, what, what do we want to accomplish in the next year? What do we see God doing in our ministry now that, that might set the tone for things that we should be doing in the future? And yes, we're going to develop those things, but it, but it's the strategic plan, almost vision casting, seeing more and before, but it's also evaluating maybe some, some problem areas that might be coming up and recognizing that that we're heading towards a potential problem before we are all of a sudden faced with a problem. Because if we evaluate that we might be heading in a direction that we might have a problem, then we can correct that before we ever actually have a problem. And that's what seeing more and before is all about. Seeing those trends also, uh, not, not merely watching another church to pattern our church after, uh, but knowing our community, uh, knowing uh, the trends in our community and how we can meet those needs as a ministry within our community. There's been some times where I've had this like grandiose plan, right? And I'm like, okay, man, we're going to do this and we're going to reach the whole world for Christ because we're going to do my plan. And then I'll have like just some unassuming, you know, church member come up to me like after I unveil this plan and they'll ask me like one question I'm like, hey, did you, when you were developing your plan, did you think about this? And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize that. And honestly, what, what I was saying is I didn't see more than before that a lot of times we can get tunnel vision on, on what we're trying to accomplish and we need to step back and say, okay, wait a minute, what am I not seeing? that I need to see? What do I need to see now that I can't wait until six months from now to see? Um, I heard someone once say this. They said, you need to see the invisible problem. See the invisible problem, which I think is such an interesting statement. It's like, uh, and I was listening to a TED Talk, and if you, if you haven't picked up, we like TED Talks around mm-hmm. here. But I was listening to a TED Talk, and he was, this guy was talking about, um, he was talking about cell phones and how how, or electronics back in the day, where when you got electronics, some of you guys, you know, you guys are a little older, you would know this, right? Um, <laughs> both these guys are in their 40s. You're talking about my beeper? Um, in my 30s. Yeah, yeah, Steve's beep. When Steve got his beeper, <laughs> the first time Steve got his pager. But there used, used to be this thing where, like, you would get an electronic and you would be so pumped to use it. And you'd open it up and, like, the first thing you saw was, like, this sticker that said, please charge before using 
And it's like, what? Like, I want to use it right now. So you'd have to open it up and you have to plug it in and wait four hours to use the thing that you want to use right now. Well, um, I think it was Apple came along and they said, okay, why are we going to do this? And so they started to pre-charge their devices so that when you got it, you could use it right away. Well, that wasn't a problem. Like, no one was, like, complaining about that. But they thought, why would we want our customers to wait to use the thing they just bought? Let's change that. And honestly, what they did was they saw more and before. They saw something that wasn't there, that wasn't a problem, but they thought, okay, if we change this, it'll create a better user experience. I think that's what we're saying, is that right now there may not be a problem in your organization, but you cannot be reactionary to problems. Um, because if you're reactionary to problems all the time, then you're always going to be behind. You're never going to be ahead. Seeing more and before says, okay, what is it that could happen? What is it that's going to happen? What are the trends that you're saying? What are the things that are going to be five years from now? And how do we position ourselves in a, in a place where we can be ready when that comes? I, I think so that- setting aside some time to, to think it through, maybe you're uh, someone that doesn't have that that great idea that can see more before you know on your way into work, but set aside some time to do that. I would even say schedule a time to plan. I think it's Hyatt that said um, put your to do list on your calendar. I think one thing on your to do list should be just time to think through an event. What's gonna come up? You know what what are the details of this? Um, so I just use a, a, a typical block style calendar where you know certain times during the week I'm thinking through outreach. Certain times during the week, I'm thinking through missions and specifically missions projects. So we have missions emphasis coming up here at the end of September. We are we are planning for that. And so I schedule time every week where I'm thinking through, you know, that service, those missionaries we're having in. Um, yeah, just taking time to really think through. Well, I do that, but I'm talking about a specific time block where I'm thinking through um, my event. But it is being intentional. It's making yourself do it. It, it, It's like, uh, you know, you can get so busy doing all of these urgent things, but this is the one of the most important things And, and spending time with those blocks of time, being able to see more and before one of the things that, um, uh, I, uh, probably a pet peeve of mine, uh, that I think these two core values kind of dovetail together with developing before doing and seeing more and before. Sometimes we have, we we come up with this creative idea and we can't wait to implement the idea. And so we start announcing the idea before we've ever really take, gone through the process of seeing more and before and then developing be, before we're actually getting to that event. And uh, what ends up happening is sometimes we haven't thought through all of the pitfalls, all of the, the possible hurdles that we're going to have to jump over. And it's like that parent that, that makes all these promises to the child and then forgets the promises that they've made. The child still remembers the promise. But the parent has has gone on in their mind. It, it, it happens so often in ministry. We make these statements that we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Uh, sometimes it might be in youth ministry, we're telling the teenagers, hey, we're going to do this this year, we're going to do that. But we've never taken the real time to spend in our office seeing more and before and developing before doing. 
Yes, that's that's really good. I feel like that. This is is this an intervention for me? <laughs> I feel like I've been cornered here. No, I'm just I was using the youth uh, pastor example. Yeah, kind of thank as you. A, as a misdirection. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Throwing them off the scent. Yes, we're all we're all guilty. Well, I say we're all. I am guilty of that at times. But I think that's the beauty of uh, supporting the team. Uh, one of our core values. But I, I I do think though you you need people who can see more than before. But then you also need people around you that can help you develop before doing. I think those that's why these two go hand in hand. And I think we're all gifted in those different areas. So see more and before is important in in finding vision, seeing more, um, having just a, a bigger vision, and uh, being prepared for what may come down the road. Develop before doing is saying, okay, this is what we're going to do now based upon our vision and before we just jump into it um, we need to develop it and then we can accomplish it i think Mm -hmm. the one word for me that i take away from both these core values is this idea of sustainability sustainability we don't want to just do something we want to do the best thing and we want to do it for a long time steve why don't you give our listeners some practical takeaways from these two core values Okay, so we've talked about two different core values. We develop before doing and we see more and before. And uh, when talking about developing before doing, uh, we always start with the word why. Uh, why are we doing what we do, what we're uh, saying we're going to do? Is there a real reason? Does it fit our ministry? Why are we doing this event? Why are we doing this ministry? Does it fit who we are, our purpose statement? Uh, and then we, we start with a vision and then we break it down into manageable goals. If you're not looking far enough in advance, you're never going to be able to have that vision and break it down into manageable manageable goals, but you have to backtrack that vision. Uh, For us, we look at it six months in advance at minimum, and we're we're viewing what's six months in advance, and then we're breaking it down into manageable goals to help us meet the deadlines for that particular project. It's not just about about the uh, the different purposes that we have. It's also about training people. Preparation is key. Schedule a a time each week where you can uh, prepare in your area, where you can see more and before. Uh, we, we do yearly calendar meetings, series of event meetings, and then we, we spend time within our own areas as well. Uh, and then it, it all is about sustainability. Uh, we want to do the best thing for a long period of time. Guys, this has been real good stuff uh, today. I think it's going to be helpful. It's a good it's a good reminder for me and I think for all of us as we continue here at Rosedale. But hopefully uh, there's some practical things for you as you listen that would encourage you and help you. I would say this, if there's anything that we can do to help you in your ministry to see more before, develop before doing, if there are some practical things that we mentioned, please send an email to podcast at rosedalebaptist.org. That's podcast at rosedalebaptist.org. You can also find all of us on Twitter um, and Facebook now. Steve has joined Facebook, yes. which is awesome. And so he's the last holdout. But uh, find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and then send an uh, email to podcast at rosabaptist.org. We would love to help you in any way, give you any resource that we have that would help you develop maybe your own core values or help you develop uh, before doing or see more and before. Thank you so much for listening to the Access Rosedale podcast. This was part two of a three-part conversation that we will conclude next 
next month about our staff core values. Today, we talked about developing before doing and seeing more and before. If this podcast was an encouragement to you, we'd encourage you to subscribe if you've not already done that on iTunes, or you can go to SoundCloud and just search Access Rosedale and you'll find our podcast there as well. Also, encourage you to share this episode. Uh, so many times, uh, church leaders find out about this type of content because somebody shared it on their social media or shared it through a text message or email. Please do that and help us spread the word about this podcast. We uh, desire just to give you insight to the vision, culture, and processes of Rosedale Baptist Church. And that's what we did this month. So thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for being a part of this episode. We encourage you to join us next month for another episode of the Access Rosedale podcast.